0: Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello and welcome. I'm glad you're here and I hope you're doing well. Today I wanted to remind you that even when you begin to feel more confident, it doesn't mean that you have absolute certainty that you can control the outcome that you want to have. Meaning you might still feel some self-doubt or you might still feel uncertain about, you know, whether the thing you're about to do is going to work. But when you are able to tap into this more grounded sense of confidence that includes the curiosity of, I'm curious to know what might come of this. That makes all the difference in the world because what I see a lot of is this internal thought of what's the point point? and if you've ever had that thought what's the point it can kind of trick you into giving up early into not following through to find out what's actually possible it's kind of a defensive mechanism what's the point then i won't even ask for something that way i won't have to feel disappointed uh, if i don't try then i won't fail and then i don't have to feel like i failed this internal thought. It's so simple. What's the point? Especially if you've had prior experiences that didn't go the way you were hoping. What's the point? It just sounds logical and it can lead you into not speaking up. So one of the things that I really want to encourage you to think about is where can you, number one, recognize when that thought comes up, and choose to go forward anyways from the place of curiosity. So the thought of what's the point if I ask for this, I don't think it's in the budget. I don't think they'll say yes, but I wonder what might happen. I'm going to ask anyways. That curiosity can help to get you past that little gate of what's the point. And this is so valuable to know because one of the things that may happen as you continue to rise and grow in your uh, career and as you become more visible and gain more responsibility as a manager and as a leader, it can feel riskier, like there's more at stake if something doesn't go the way you want. Or the other thing I see sometimes is this thought of, well, now that I'm in this position of responsibility and this position of leadership, I really need to have a handle on everything. I don't want to ask for support. I don't want to ask for other things. I just, I need to make it work with what I have. And so we end up kind of inadvertently reducing access to options because you've decided in advance that the option isn't available to you. And there are two specific situations that made me think of this today that I wanted to share with you. Um, One is someone who had reached out to me for coaching and because of so much of the work i do directly affects the work that you do in your workplace i'll often ask are you going are you planning to pay for this yourself or is this part of your professional development budget because that affects you know sometimes how we think about the logistics of how it all plays out and this person said well i, I really want my work to pay for it but i don't think it's in the budget And so I coached her on the call about how are you going to approach it? What is your thinking? What's your approach? How are you planning to raise this topic and make the ask? And she shared with me. And I said, I have an idea for a slightly different approach. Can I share that with you? She said, sure. And so I told her and she's like, oh, I can see how that's a little bit different. Okay, that makes sense. And she wrote back to me very recently and said, I was very surprised, but I actually presented this to my supervisor and they've decided to completely support me 100%. And they're going to fund me uh, and sponsor me to work with you. I love that. I love that so much. So that was the first story is that even if you think, oh, I don't know that it's available, you still want to ask from that place of curiosity because that may get you a resource that was there if only you had asked. And I think sometimes what we do is we try to feel it out beforehand. Like we might say, hey, you know, how much budget do we have available? Uh, You know, just, it was thinking, just wanted to know. Like we try to be really casual about it rather than saying, there's this coach I want to work with. She costs this much, what can we do? What budget do we have for this? When we approach it, instead of kind of this open, you know, vague, oh, just wondering, super casual, versus being really specific and clear, this is what I want and why. I've done some research, listened to her podcast, it really has helped. I would love to work with her one-on-one, this is how it works, what can we do? That tends to convey a lot more sense of readiness and leadership and taking full responsibility And all of those qualities are really positive to signal to your supervisor. So there was that story. And then the other one is from someone who was in my group program earlier this year. And she sent me an update that uh, she had gotten promoted, which is awesome. It was one of the things that we had talked about and coached on when we were in our group. And what's so cool is that she said they had initially offered her a 10% increase, which is great, but it was still below her goal. And so she negotiated and was able to get them to about 14%. And she's also eligible for a raise later this year during the annual review period. And she said, this is a much better deal than the last time when you know something different happened. And I mentioned that because it is amazing to know even though in the past things went one way in the future things can go a different way we don't always know but we tend to assume that what happened before is what will happen again and so then that inner voice comes up oh what's the point should i even ask they'll probably say no last time i asked this is what happened We want to be able to identify that voice and be like, oh, that's my internal self-doubt or that's the internal part of me that is trying to prevent me from feeling disappointed or from feeling let down. So that we can then move past that, tap into the curiosity of, I wonder what will happen if, I wonder if I go for it. They might say, yes, that would be wild, that could happen. And I especially love practicing this around professional development and learning because it's often an area where even if you're not in an active conversation about your professional development budget, it's not a weird thing to bring up. Your manager, your workplace, someone is already thinking about this, if not for you specifically, understanding the concept as a whole for the organization even if it's a startup and there's not a formal policy the idea of professional development is not an unusual or strange thing you might be the first person to raise that question hey i know we haven't talked about professional development but I found this workshop I want to take or I found a certification I want to do or I found a program or a conference or a coach. Like I found something that will make me better at the job that I'm doing and it tends to signal that you're taking lots of responsibility for your own career development and growth. That's a good thing. If you're coming with already a specific idea of what you want, it makes it easier for the person making that decision to say yes and to evaluate because you're, you know, you're not asking them to do all of this research. You're saying, oh, I found this thing. This is how it works. What do you think? And what's really cool is I've seen this work even after someone has paid for something. So last year I was working with a client and there was a continuing education class that she signed up for and she didn't tell her work about it she thought oh, i'll just sign up for this class on you know economic sustainability and you know development and she's like oh i think it'll really help me with my work but i just i really want to take it so she just signed up and after we had worked together she had the idea of i wonder if my work would pay for this i wonder if they would reimburse me for taking this class and so she went back to her manager and said you know, I've been taking this class, you know, this this um, continuing education on this topic. I think it'll really help me with the work that we're doing. What's our reimbursement policy for professional development? Is this something that I could get reimbursed for? And it turns out her manager said yes. She said, oh, that's a great idea. Isn't that great? <laughs> so what's really what's really wonderful is just this awareness that You know, even if you've already gone ahead and paid for something because you didn't think that it was possible to get reimbursed or you weren't sure if your work would be on board, it's still possible to raise the question and to make the ask. And so if you have that thought of, oh, what's the point? Like I already have taken this class. I already paid for it myself. You still might be able to get reimbursed. And even if they say no, you're still conveying all of these other really positive qualities about being very invested in yourself and being committed in your career and being engaged in the topic. And again, all of these are positive things. And I'm mentioning this now too because we're coming into the middle of the year, which for some of you means you're coming to the end of the fiscal year and so budgets may be resetting come, you know, July. For some of you, you might be coming into the middle of your year, so this is the time to check in and say, is it, you know, what are you doing in your professional development? Sometimes that falls by the wayside because we get so busy in what's happening day to day. So you want to pause and just take a look and reevaluate, okay, like what is it that will help you now based on what you know about who you are and where you are and what you do and where you want to go in terms of your learning and development and leadership and manager skills. Um, It's also great to think about this mid-year because you're also thinking about like what is the budget we still have available. And actually, as I mentioned that too, if July is when your fiscal year ends, you might be looking at four more weeks to use whatever budget is left. So there might be a very willing uh, you know, approvals process if you're looking at like, ooh, we didn't use all of the budget that we had for our professional development. We need to actually use those dollars if they were set aside. So, you know, it's a good time of year for so many reasons to pause and check in with yourself, with your budget, with your team, to think about what is the learning and development that you want and how to ask for it. What's cool too is that the skill of noticing what it is that you need, what it is that you want, the willingness to ask for it, to make it easy for someone to say yes to you, that skill set you will use in a lot of other situations What's nice is that this is such, um, I think of it as a much easier place to practice it. You don't wanna wait until things are extremely serious or dire or super heavy. And as I mentioned before, learning and development tends to be an area that is top of mind and normalized and it's like not a weird thing to talk about or to ask for. And you start to build that muscle of identifying what you want, how to ask for it, how to think about it in a way that makes it easy for the other person to say yes, so that you can just move forward. And all of these, I mean, these are also leadership skills, but we learn to apply them to yourself first, because that's often a place that we tend to overlook, especially if you're very service oriented especially if you're very, um, you know, mission driven, it's easier to focus more on the mission than on yourself. So that is what I wanted to share with you today. The idea of noticing when you hear that voice inside that says, what's the point that will inhibit you, that will keep you from making an ask from for advocating for yourself. Um, Oh, and kind of one adjacent thought too. So I've been teaching about self advocacy, speaking up for yourself and also around boundaries. So the gentle no and how to say no to things. They're very closely connected. They're two sides of the same coin or two facets of the same jewel, if you will. And sometimes that same thought, what's the point also pops up when I'm teaching and coaching around boundaries. People will say, oh, what's the point? You know, I, I, I have to I have to overwork because X, Y, and Z. Or, oh, what's the point? I don't think I can set a boundary with this person because of the power dynamic. I just don't think it will work. Or, oh, what's the point? You know, they're just going to keep interrupting me and nothing I do can get them to change. What's the point? We want to address that same kind of uh, mindset there too because that will also prevent you from developing the skill of communicating clearly, of having great boundaries, of working with different kinds of people and personalities. It's always easy to work with people that are just like you, (laughs) that think the same way, that have the same motivations. But when we are working with someone who has a very different perspective and worldview and is motivated by different kinds of things, it can feel sometimes very Uh, perplexing and kind of confusing like why is this communication not working why are they saying yes they understand and then they are not changing their behavior (laughs) like I thought we talked about this why why is this why is this still happening or why is this not happening that is when we really want to start to develop the underlying skills bring more awareness bring more curiosity, bring more intentional practice, and a lot of kindness. So they, they all go together, noticing where that thought of what's the point pops up, noticing how you are asking for what you want, how you are establishing boundaries, uh, and finding easy ways to practice. So that is what I wanted to share with you today, thinking about your professional development and getting what you want. And if you want my help with that, Just book a consult. We can talk about it. Uh, And yes, we can definitely talk about how to approach your work to ask for them to sponsor you if you want to work with me and you want to have your work sponsor you for that. I love that conversation. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, before you go, if you like this podcast, leave a review. Tell me why you listen and what has helped you. Thanks so much. I'll see you next time.